Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my channel. We are doing the 26th Nakshatra of Uttrabhadrapada, doing comparative studies with I Ching and Jin Keys. Yes. If you have been following the remaining 25, that is. Never mind. So this is um, the last of the Saturn rule nakshatras. Yes, we started with Pushya, then went into Anuradha and now in Uttrabhadrapada. So all falling in water signs, which signifies that it is to do with emotional body. Also, this is a progression from Purva Bhadrapada, which has got everything to do with fire and burnt everything to ashes, destruction of materialism. So Uttrabhadrapada, in a sense, is looking for that emotional content once again, which is liberating, twelfth sign of Pisces. This is the liberation of emotional body within Pisces, you might say. What are the general energies of Uttrabhadrapada? Oh, and by the way, all Saturn rule nakshatras are highest in the second pada going into Virgo. Signifies a lot of work has to be done by these individuals to attain whatever they are out to get. Right? Pisces going into Virgo. <clears throat> in Anuradha, it will be Scorpio going into Virgo. And in um, Pusha, it will be can Cancer going into Virgo. So it's water signs trying to ground something. Okay, just keep that in mind. Realizing true emotional fortunes of life. Number one, they can be procrastinators and very passive in Pada 3. Libra is very lazy. They are scholarly counselors and needing fame in Pada 1 going into Leo, obviously. Analytical in 2 because it's Virgo. Sharing knowledge with public is one of their themes. They love mysticism, they love occult with action, they are lost in the emo internal emotional turmoil. This is where they got to be careful of, especially in fourth pada going into Scorpio. Too much of watery energy going into confusion, Scorpio. Life lesson, finally, finding emotional connect with external beings brings true spiritual essence inside. Finding emotional connect with external, this is not brings, this is not beings but brings, okay. So once again, finding emotional connect with the external brings true spiritual essence inside. Very mysterious, let us uncode it with hexagram. First hexagram, hexagram number 45, we gathering together. This signifies the concept of gathering together the emotional connectivity with others. Uttrapadrapada needs to find that emotional connectivity is driven towards that and the world around you so that you can lead to get a sense of unity and spiritual fulfillment. So it's the beginning of graduation of emotional body, you might say. Hexagram 58. Dui Joyous Lake symbolizes joy and celebration. Aligning with this nakshatra, it could emphasize the joy that comes from emotional connections with others, external world, and the sense of spiritual fulfillment that can bring. This is the place where most of the saints who are love-centric might be exalted in Uttrabhadrapada. 
See, they are looking for emotional connect, the satsang, so to speak. It is ruled by the water dragon, hexagram 33, Dun retreat. <coughs> this represents the idea of retreat and withdrawal, 12th house. In the context of Uttarabhadrapada, it takes suggests taking time for introspection and emotional contemplation can lead to greater spiritual insight. It's not about leaving one thing or the other. It is trying to find a graduated emotional insight, so to speak. This hexagram advises finding balance between inner reflection and outer engagement. There you go. Hexagram 42. Yi signifies the concept of increase and growth. Aligning with this nakshatra, it emphasizes potential for emotional connections. Uttarabhadrapada, if it's dominant in your chart, especially with personal planets like Mercury, Venus, Mars, you need to, not so much Mars, Mercury, Venus, Moon, I would say, look for emotional connections to people. Okay? <clears throat> That's your true spiritual growth, so to speak. Hexagram 47. Kun exhaustion. Kun symbolizes the concept of exhaustion and the need for renewal. It suggests that deep emotional connections can lead to a sense of renewal and spiritual rejuvenation. This hexagram advises nurturing your emotional well-being. Twelfth house is all about emotional well-being. Hexagram 56. Lou the Wanderer symbolizes the journey of self-discovery. Aligning with Uttarabhadrapada, it emphasizes the journey of exploring emotional connections as a path to discovery of inner spiritual essence. This hexagram advises embracing the journey of self-discovery. Why are the emotional body? Look, you can approach the light in any fashion you want. You can approach it through intellectual discovery. You can approach it through the emotional body. Pisces, the 12th house with 26th and the next one, 27th Revati, is all about finding that emotional connect. Okay? That's the path. Now let's see the gene keys. Within the context of gene keys, we come to gene key number one, creativity. Once again, creativity shines a lot when bringing something new, isn't it? This gene key can guide individuals to creatively express their emotional connection with the external world, using it as a means to explore their spiritual essence. Something in the emotional body has to be discovered here. Gene key number seven, gift of guidance. This involves receiving and providing direction. This gene key can assist individuals in seeking guidance from their own emotional connections with the external world, allowing them to navigate their spiritual journey with greater clarity. Most of the times we humans seek clarity in the emotional body, isn't it? Gene key number 16, the gift of mastery involves discipline and focused application of an energy, in this case, emotional body. This gene key can support Uttarabhadrapada people to master the art of emotional connection with the external world, using it as a tool for spiritual growth and self-discovery. 
Gene key number 24, the gift of silence, involves the transformative power of quiet contemplation. This gene key can guide individuals to seek inner silence and introspection through their emotional connection with the external, allowing them to access their true spiritual essence. Number 27. The gift of preservation. This involves protecting what is essential. This gene key can guide individuals in preserving their emotional connections with the external world, ensuring they remain authentic and meaningful. Those are the key words. Not pretentious emotions or self-centric. Gene key number 37. Gift of equality. Seeing the inherent worth in all beings, this gene key can support by guiding individuals to approach their emotional connections with the external with a sense of equality and respect, fostering deeper and more meaningful relationships. Gene key number 41, the gift of anticipation. Anticipation involves the ability to sense what is coming. In this case, these individuals need to be anticipating the insights and revelations that come from their emotional connections with the world, preparing them for spiritual growth that lies beyond that. Okay. Gene key number 59, the gift of intimacy. In this case, it suggests deep connection with oneself and others. It asks to cultivate a deep sense of intimacy through your emotional connections, allowing you to access the true spiritual essence of your being. I will see you in the last Nakshatra Revati next. In the meantime, reflect on this. And if you have something to say at all, you can leave a comment.